What's up, guys? You are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. Welcome back. Um, I don't know when you're going to hear this. We might... I don't know. I guess this will probably air after or maybe the weekend of the Super Bowl. Yeah, right around there, for sure. Yeah, so this is crazy. So the Eagles right now, uh, just for everyone, this is January 27th that we're recording this. The Eagles are going into the NFC Championship game on Sunday. Yes, San Francisco 49ers. And you'll be there. I will be there. Yep, excited. So that's awesome. And by the time this airs, we might have another championship in Philadelphia. Well, at least know what happened this weekend. Yes. By the yeah. time you hear this. Hopefully, we're getting ready for another title. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. What an awesome uh, couple, I don't know, it was a couple months in Philadelphia. Had a had a World Series run. Um, best Eagles team in history to this point. Yeah, 14-3, and three, right. Insane. 14 wins. Yeah. And and uh, what, two of the losses were without their quarterback. Without Hurts, yep. That's wild. So, great year in, in Philadelphia for sports. Um, today, uh, we're going to get a little bit into a topic that, I, personally, I think holds a lot of people back. That's a great way to describe it. And I think it hold, it's definitely held me back in a lot of things. It still does, I think, if, if we want to you know just be real about it, because that's what this show's all about, is being real. Be real. The we real literally, deal. It's re- literally called the real deal. So, we're going to be real about it. Um it's something that, you know, uh, I think probably has held you back in different ways. So we'll discuss that a little bit. And, and why don't you go ahead and introduce the topic? Yeah, so I, we're going to talk about fear today in general. And I think we'll probably get into it in a bunch of different ways. Um, but I think the angle that I don't want to say is most attractive to me, but most familiar yeah. to me was fear of judgment from other people and also I think self-judgment has a lot to do with um, the fear that I have felt in the past and still fear and still feel on a daily basis. Um, but it's something that I work on every day. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever conquer fear. I think it's always going to be present, but I think it's just how you handle it that, that really improves. Yeah. And don't you think, too, that the more the more experience you have and experiences you have, do you think that mitigates the fear that you feel? Yeah, if if you have more experiences of you facing that fear head on and learning what's on the other side of it, for sure. Because yeah. I I think I think our minds want us to recall those positive experiences. But in the same token, if all you do is dwell on fear and those negative experiences that you've had, mm-hmm. that's all that you're going to get back. Like you're literally retrieving those Yeah memories and those feelings and putting them in the front of your mind, then you'll get into a lot of what I have been um, facing most of my life, which is like fear paralysis. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, um, I guess, again, do you think you grow out of that though? Do you think that you, like we're learning along the way here. So do you think that you grow out of that over time and it's like, and I just think of older people in my life, and I'm like, they don't really seem scared of anything. Like, yeah. they seem like they've been through enough that they're like, eh, I got this. You know what I mean? You know, like the old, I just think of like the old lady at the grocery store that doesn't, she doesn't care. Yeah. Dude. She'll tell yeah. you what's on her mind, you know, yeah. she, um, or, or, you know, just older people in general. I just think they, maybe they live with less fear. Or maybe, like you said, they have experienced it enough and made it to the other side of it that they don't let it 
hold them back. Yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's always going to be there. At least for somebody like me, I'm I'm I, I'm pretty sure it's always going to be there. But the more experiences that I have doing the opposite of what the fear is telling me to do, the better off I will handle it over time. It's just like working out. It's just yeah. like cold plunging. I've said that many times. It's yeah. just like reading on a consistent basis. All of those things become easier the more and more you do them. So the more you face that fear, um, whatever it is, if it's, you know, I was, we, we've debated doing this podcast for months. Talked about it for a long time before for we actually months. took any action on it. Yeah. Would you say that you feel better episode, whatever this is going to be as, as opposed to the first one? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Right. Because you have experience doing it. You know, it's out there now. Yeah. If people are judging you for it, you probably don't care so much. I mean, something that yeah. was holding me back for sure from doing this was the fear of what people were going to think. Do I have the expertise? Well, I'm here to tell you that answer is probably no, but you know, I, I don't consider myself an expert in, in a whole lot, but I feel like sharing our experiences is helpful. Yeah. And so, um, but that fear definitely held me back for a long time. And yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would have done this without without you being there to be like, Jay, let's do this. Yeah, let's lean into it. Yeah. So that's something else that we touched on before. But um, it is a trigger in your mind to lean into something that you are scared of. And if you have a, a deliberate movement towards something that you're scared of, it makes you much less averse to doing it. Like a habit we talked about in a prior episode. If... Um, if the habit is uh, too daunting or, or when you feel like I don't want to do this, if you just do it. So not, like if it's working out, well, I know I got to go for a walk today and I don't feel like doing it because I had a long day at work and whatever, whatever, whatever. But if, if that trigger in your mind is I don't feel like doing it I'm, and, and you move your body, physically move your body and start doing it, um, it really helps with uh, getting that, ha- you know, getting over that fear or yeah. that, that non movement of whatever it is yeah you're creating those experiences that are that say the opposite of what your fear is telling you which is you know you can't do that you're not good enough whatever the case may be well you go and do that and it's not so bad or you you are pretty good at it you're create you're creating new you know i'm not a doctor so i'm, I'm not gonna i was gonna say like neuropathways that's it i don't know if that's true or not yeah <laughs> but i've heard that before yeah but that sounds right yeah so that's what I'm going to go with. It is. But it's you, like, it's a success, uh, right? It creates a little pathway of success. Yeah. And you are able to recall that. And you, uh, you actually reprogram your mind to doing things that you don't want to necessarily do at the time, but you know, it's going to move you forward. Yeah. And I feel like we should have put this disclaimer out. You know, there, there are probably some things that you, you should be afraid of and should not do. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't, I, you know. But right. This is, we're talking about fear of things that, that would be helpful for you. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just let's get that out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Not, uh, not things that are going to put you at risk or in right. harm's way. Right. Um, so I, I think, uh, what we do on the front side of fear a lot of times, what I found is that we create a story in our mind of what the worst case scenario could be. So whether it's a podcast and we're worried about judgment, whether it is, um, going on social media and doing a live or taking a selfie, whatever it is, um, it, it could be anything. But I think we create a story in our mind of how bad it's going to be and what the worst case scenario is. And then when you start taking a little bit of action towards that, you realize, man, that was nothing like what I thought. Yeah. You know, it, it was, um, 
you know, that experience was not what I thought it was going to be. And I think it's just important that we watch the stories that we tell ourselves because it's not really as imp- what the experience of your life is, is not really the important thing. It's more the story that you tell yourself about that experience that's really going to define what it means. Right. You know, what is reality? Reality is, to you, the story you tell yourself. Completely different for everybody. Yes. So we could have experienced the exact same thing, and one person tells themselves a story about how um, it ruined their life. The next person who experienced it tells themselves a story about what a blessing it was, and because of that story, they go in completely different paths throughout their life. So it's important to remember that it's all a story that we tell ourselves. It's all thoughts that we create and we tell ourselves through our mind um, that define our, you know, that really define our experiences. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that it takes work. Like it's, it's like, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, just think positive or oh, don't be afraid of that. But it legitimately requires the same amount of effort, energy, whatever you want to call it, or more than something you know, that you would do to increase a, a habit that might be something physical, you know, yeah. work, work, like building muscle. Yeah. You got to, you got to think about it in, in the exact same way. You have to keep it right at the front of your consciousness so that you, that you can work towards, towards it. Um, and I think that all ties in with the, the personal development journey. I call it a journey because it's not a, there's no end point here. Right. It's a journey because you start somewhere and then you gain a little bit of awareness around something and then you experience it and then you apply and relate it to your real life. And then you come across something else and you you apply and relate that to your life. And then you kind of build on that to the point where you can actually, you start thinking different. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's a conscious effort of, this isn't a light switch, just like with uh, physical activity and getting in shape. It's not a light switch that just goes off. It's a... Um, longer process of kind of building and building and building and building um, and becoming aware of different things so that you can think in different ways. Yeah, and learning what those things are that work for you and implementing them consistently. Yeah. So that you can talk to yourself in a, in a, in a positive way that can help you get through that fear, you know, whatever, whatever that fear is. Yep. And, and we hear a lot that what you really want and desire is outside of your comfort zone outside or, or, or just on the other side of that fear that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think it's really true. I think if you try to remain in a, in a space where you're not fearful of anything, you almost have to just lean into it. Like if you're not fearful of anything, if you're so comfortable, you're never going to, nothing's going to change. If you do the same exact thing today that you did yesterday and, and tomorrow and the next day, if you look around, your life is going to stay really similar. Yeah. My mom always used to say, and and still does say it occasionally, what you resist persists. Will persist. I have a little bit of like a list, so it's hard for me to say that. (laughs) But yeah, what you resist persists. Yeah. I have to be like intentional with the way I say that. Yeah. And so, yeah, if if there's something that's on your mind that you fear, and let's pretend it's something that is, you know, pretty common in your line of work or whatever you do or somebody that you're going to see and you know, that fear is always there and you do nothing about it, well, then it's always going to be there. Yeah. So you have to lean into, um, you know, figuring out what it is that's going to help you overcome that and then be consistent with that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, something that we, uh, again, going back to your experiences and how they kind of maybe mitigate your fear. Um, and I don't know exactly how this ties in, but it's been on my mind lately. So I want to share it. Um, we just got past the, uh, four year anniversary of when my dad passed away. So, um, and this was June, um, January 17th of 2019. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, and we talk about older people. He was somebody that I was like, that dude's not scared of anything. Yeah. He really, he, he leans into things. He's not, he's not scared. He didn't live scared, but he had a lot of experiences and he had a lot of, um, he was old, you know, he was older. So he had a lot of things that he experienced in his life that, that kept him from being scared or having that fear or living in that fear. And, uh, just a huge lesson from that in the way he, the way he lived and the way, you know, um, the way you look at something. So the biggest fear of my life was losing my dad. He was my best friend. It was the, it was the, the hardest thing I'd ever been through. But what I realized on the other side of that is that there were some lessons that he taught me so many things. There were some lessons that he taught me after he passed away that I couldn't learn when he was here. Absolutely. I believe in that. And the, um, the, uh, the perspective that it gave me, um, it going through something that I feared worse than anything has been something that I, I look at it like a gift. I really do. And it's hard to, um, you know, you never want to lose anybody. Obviously it's close to, yeah, you. it's probably hard to say that, right? That's, that's not something that you ever thought you'd say. No. And it's, it's, you know, of course I'd rather have him here. Yeah, for sure. But, but, um, going through the, the thing that you fear the most, it kind of, it's, it's weird. It frees you in some way, some way, shape or form. Um, after you go through an experience that you fear the most. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think, you know, you have to lean into things that obviously it's completely different, but you know, just, just make sure that you're framing your mind around the things that you fear and looking at what the positive could come from it. Yeah. And if, I think if you, if everybody does this as an exercise, make a list of things that you were scared of that you went through and what's the, what, what benefit came out of that? Chances and, are there's, there's, there's something positive there you you have to be able to find something positive yeah and every negative so um just a, a way to you know kind of do that mind training that we talked about and, and the way you you talk to yourself and the way you think about things remember you're going to define the story based on the, the thoughts that you have so if you define that story with the positive that came out of it versus the dwelling on it the um the negative the the loss the the everything that comes along with it on the negative side um, you're going to think about that experience in such a different way. Yeah, and you talked about it before we started this, your subconscious mind, mm -hmm. which I can't speak to in crazy amounts of detail, but I've read a fair amount about it and I'm still reading about it. Yeah. I mean, literally what you put into your mind on a daily basis is is what you'll attract. At least yep. that's what I believe. And it's what you'll see. I mean, uh, you know, there are, like you said, Two people can go through the exact same experience, but the person who has developed a way to talk to themselves in a positive manner and accept the fact that, you know, that bad things are going to happen. Things are going to scare you. But um, mm -hmm. if you can find a way to find the silver lining, frame it in, in a positive way, that is what you will find. And yep. that is what will come back to you. That That's my belief. Yeah, I think so. And the subconscious mind, like like we've talked about and we've read in a book that we each read called Psycho-Cybernetics, 
awesome book about the subconscious mind and how it works. Your subconscious mind acts as a filter for what gets through to your conscious mind. Um, And there's a lot of books out there that talk about this, but that book made it really easy for me to understand. So when you, when you're always looking at something going back to fear and then the positive, like we talked about your subconscious mind will actually filter out things that come along that don't, align with what you truly what you believe in the thoughts you put in your head yep and it will let things through that you um that that do align with that so that's where you're going to get when when you reframe everything and you start thinking about that you're going to get the all the positives your subconscious mind will let them through as you start to believe that there's a positive along with every setback a positive along with every fear that you overcome and uh your subconscious mind is so powerful with that yeah. And it operates without our without our knowledge. It's so freaking cool. Yeah, and you know, fear itself, I don't it's designed to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, we it's it's designed so that we don't get humiliated, so that we don't hurt ourselves. So whatever those things are, fear is designed to keep us safe. But there are some fears, a lot of fears will also keep us from growing. And so you you kind of have to distinguish those fears that are, are almost perceived fears and, yeah. not, and not real fears or not things that you can work to get through yeah. um, you know, to overcome, to be the best version of yourself that, that we talk about all the time. I think most of the fears are, are not real. They are perceived. We, yeah. we completely make them up. And if you look at your, your list of goals or think about things you want to accomplish in your life, Almost every one of them is going to have a fear in front yeah, of it, I bet you. Some element of, of being like, I'm scared to do this. Yeah, and it should. I think your your goals, if they're if they're big enough, they should scare you a little bit. Yeah. And I just think every every big milestone and everything I've ever wanted to accomplish, there's, there's something in front of it that I'm like, man, I really want that, but I got to get through this first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I go to uh, things like, like playing Division One baseball. There was a big fear there. I don't know if I'm good enough. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get a scholarship. If I do, I don't know if I'll play. But I want that so bad, you know, and I'm like, you, you have to work your way through that. Yeah, and you kind of decide what's the worst that could happen, you know, if I take this leap and I don't play or I get cut, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, the world's not going to end. Yeah. Right? You, you're you're going to make it through. It might might suck for a while. Yep. But you, you find a way to push through those things and... um you were you had a good experience. Yeah. How about buying a house? So that's something obviously that we deal with all the time. First time home buyers, we work with a lot of them. Um, I you know me on the mortgage side, and you as the as a realtor for them. I mean, there is legitimate fear for a first time home buyer, and it and it is legitimate. Yeah. I, they I, they experience it. I get it. I experienced it when I bought my first house. It was right. like, you mean I'm gonna have to pay every month. Twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> right. That was more money than I could ever fathom. I'd never paid rent before. Yep. So there's fear um, in that regard too, and it's like, how do you? So I guess to a to the question, how do you get over that fear? How do you? Um, how do you build the confidence enough to take on the fear? So in a situation like that, yeah, like you almost just have to dive right, dive into it. Yeah, and I mean, I think so. That's a it's a, I don't want to say it's, a, it's not a unique situation, but as far as you know, overcoming fear, that's a that's an interesting one to think about. The way that I would think about that is, I would look around. Yep, build some I, knowledge. Uh, yeah, and I and I would say, well, I know this person, this person, this person. You know, that all 
were first-time homebuyers at one point. Yep. Right? That were first-time homebuyers maybe within the last six, eight months. I'm going to talk to that person. What's their experience? And find out their yeah. experience. And I'm also going to you know, do my own research ahead of time and know that I'm probably going to have to change a lot of the way, a lot of the ways that I live, right? Yeah. If, if money's going to be tight, then I'm not going to go have to go out to eat as much or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's not something that you're going to do enough to build, build the confidence as, as you yeah. know, like going to the gym or yeah. any of those things. I mean, that's, you're going to do that. A handful of times in your life, yeah, right. Buying buying a house, so that's a that's an interesting one to yeah think about there. I guess just thinking in general, whatever it is, you know, one of the things that you can do to lean into that fear and get through that fear is you can do you can build knowledge on it, mm-hmm. and knowledge builds confidence. And then once you have the confidence, you're more likely to lean into and get through whatever the fear is that you're that you're experiencing that's in front of what you really want. Right. Um, could probably go on for days about this. I think. It does tie in so much to the whole personal development thing because, again, without leaning, without getting uncomfortable going through these fears, you're not really going to ever move yourself uh, too far forward. You're kind of going to be stuck where you are. Yeah. So, what's something? Let me think about this. That what's something that uh, <laughs> I know I keep putting you on the spot. It's okay, that, I'm, I'm, I'm here. For, I'm here for it. That you're that you're fearful of that you. Uh, that you can lean into, <laughs> really put you on the spot. What's I mean, what's the next thing I for you? Currently, feel fearful, man. Fearful of. Is, is that what you're does, asking? Does anything come to mind? Just out of curiosity, like the next thing you're going to tackle. What about you? I, I would say for me. Give me, give me, yeah, yeah. I want to. Um, um, okay. Yeah, I got one. Go ahead. Okay. Mine right now. So um, my brother and I are, are we just started a, a business where um, we're going to be um, acquiring companies. Yeah. To me, huge fear. Sure. There's a lot of, I feel like. Unknowns. A lot of unknowns. I don't want to, like, I was going to say right here, it shows you how powerful. I was going to say there's a lot of risks that come with it. Well, that's me telling myself there's a risk. I don't yeah. really know. I've never done it. Um, but acquiring companies and helping companies grow and scale and um, really, the whole the whole idea behind it is that um, we want to. There, there's a lot of like we call it like main street companies. So you have your family owned, um, mainly home service companies. You know, uh, HVAC, plumbing, electrical. Uh, a lot of these companies are family owned by an op, by somebody who started the company 20, 30 years ago, and a lot of these companies are not big enough that they're going to be able to really be sold to and, and, and continued on with their legacy. Yeah. So we find in, in our grandfather, my brother and I's grandfather, he had a stucco business in Northern Delaware for like, for, I think 40 years, close to 40 years that he had, he had worked his whole life in that business. Mm-hmm. It wasn't ever big enough to where he could sell it and, and exit his business. So um, that's the whole idea behind this company that we started is that we want to take these family businesses and give them a place to continue their legacy. Right. Um, but to me, that's my big fear coming up because sure. I'm like, we're going to have to do some things, I, you know, possibly, um, you know, get some financing in an amount that I've never Do I know what I'm doing? Yeah. No, that, that, yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. And, and, and so there's that that I'm, you know, looking forward to leaning into because I know on the other side of it, we're going to be able to help so many people in, in such a good way that I, I, I just like, I need to lean into this. Yeah. I, I have no option. I need to lean into yeah, it. And, and you're going to, you are going to. You know, develop knowledge. You are going to do your research and talk yep. to 
talk to people who have done similar things or you, know, you and your brother are going to um, yep. you know, put your heads together and do all that research that you, that you talked about. Build knowledge, build yeah. confidence, and then, and then take the leap and lean into it. Yeah. Mine would be, uh, I've always, and, and I can talk to you about this, rental properties. Yeah. Right? That's something I've always wanted to do, something I have the ability to do right now because, you know, my fiance and I have, uh, we own two houses and you say the word and one of them could become a rental property, but that's scary. That's yeah. something that is scary because- you got somebody else living in one of your houses. You know, you, you, be, you become a property manager at that point if you don't hire one yourself. It's just, it's another layer, something that I'm afraid of. That's, yep. that's one thing. I like that. Um, but also it goes as simple as uh, posting on social media. It scares me. And I and obviously I posted on social media, but I'd like to post fit, more fitness content on social media. I did some the other day, but like mm-hmm. I, I want to make, that's something I love to do. Yeah. But I worry about the judgment from other people. I worry about, am I good enough to create these videos? Do I know enough about, you know, what I'm really doing? Um, you know, am I going to get ridiculed? Things like that. And I think some of those things are inevitable, right? Some Nobody's ever going, not everybody's always going to love what you do, right? There's always going to be somebody out there who is a dissenter for whatever reason. Maybe they just don't like me. Maybe they hate the way I sound or hate the way I look. I, and so yeah, maybe they'll... Put some negative comments out there. I know I'll live through that. Yeah. But that's still holding me back. I think what it is, when you have somebody that is negative because you're doing something you want to do, I think it's them reflecting on themselves that they have something out there that they are too scared to take a leap on. Absolutely. Yeah, they feel bad about themselves, and that just gets projected onto other people. Yep. So I think, I mean, I would like to encourage everyone, if you have something that like for you, you know, your fit, the fitness uh, journey and the, and posting about that is something that calls to you. It's something that speaks to you, you know, at a at a at a level that isn't in everybody. Yeah, I think it's important that we lean into things like that and our whatever you want to call them, your passions, your interests. I feel the same way about hunting. I'm an avid hunter, fisherman, and I, you know, like creating content on social media. I am way more apt. I like doing posts on social media, little reels, whatever, of me taking my kids hunting or me out hunting because that's my passion. Yeah. I find it harder to do when it's, um, you know, mortgage related or, or business related because it's not a, um, you know, not a hobby, not a passion. But I think it's important that we all lean into if there's something that does fuel your fire, you know, it's something that speaks to you. I think we all have to lean into it because, look, this life is short. Um, another lesson that I kind of learned from from losing my dad. So the, life is short. Don't waste time not doing things you want to do. And you know what? With other people, you're probably going to get judged either way. Regardless. Whether you for do not, it or you don't. You don't get judged for not doing it. For the people who think you should be doing it are probably going to tell you, dude, why are you not doing this? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a judgment. Right. So you're going to be judged either way. You might as well lean into it. You might as well live life um, the way you want and 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 just free of like that fear of judgment of others. It's really, and not to say, you know, to be an a-hole to anybody. I'm not saying that at all. And just don't, I don't care about what other people think. I'm not saying that. Be very conscious of what other people think. Be empathetic, but just understand at the end of the day, it's your life. It's your life. Yep. And, and you get one chance at it and it's short and, you know, it's just lean into the things that you, you want to do. Lean into your hobbies. Um, because uh, I think it's it, it creates an experience for you that you can't replace with other things. Yeah, and just and practice and work at it, right? We, I think the way that we talked about it might make it seem 
easier than it is. And we both know that it's not. Yeah. It's not easy to overcome that fear. But try it, right? Find that one little thing that maybe you're afraid to lean into and dip your foot in the water, lean in a little bit. Yeah. And see how that feels and develop those, oh, it's not so bad pathways, those experiences to draw on. Yep. And you create some momentum and then maybe that one fear goes away and that just gives you Man, I use the word momentum a lot, but momentum. I, I believe yeah. in it. More momentum to eliminate maybe some other fears that are holding you back from doing things you actually want to do. Yeah. And I think that's how the older people that we were describing earlier get to the point where it seems like, man, they're just doing what they want out there. You know, they, they don't care what, who's, who's watching. Yeah. Because they've done this so many times. They've been experienced. They've been through it. They've experienced it so many times that they, you know, they can live like that. But. We, we don't need to wait and we shouldn't wait until we're older. And, you know, you hear so many people that at, at the end of their life, they have regrets about things they didn't do. And it's never about money or it's never about um, a lot. Of, it's never about material things for sure. Right. So just be careful that we don't, you know, for everybody, place too much emphasis on things that think about it. Does this really matter? At the end of my life, will I really care about a material thing or money or whatever else. Um, but place the emphasis on things that are passions of yours on people. And, and if you do that, I think you're going to live a lot better life younger in life before you get to be old and then have regrets. Agreed. Just well my, said. just my two cents there. Um, so anything else on fear before we wrap it? No, sir. We'll circle back to it at some point. Yeah, it'll sure. come up for sure. So um, let's keep an eye out for that for between us and then anyone else too. Um, hey, maybe share something you're fearful of. Fearful of. See, it it's is not that's as a easy, tough word. Not as easy as uh, some people make it seem. Yeah, because uh, I would love to look. Maybe we can help out. Maybe maybe we have knowledge in an area that we can share with you that that helps build that confidence for you to help take that next step. So um, please share if if you're willing. If you're not. Maybe you're fearful of sharing. Maybe you're fearful of sharing. <laughs> so, so maybe just that experience, like me talking about my dad to me was something, you know, that I, uh, that I feared. So I'm glad I was able to talk and, you know, just share a little bit about that experience. But um, yeah, until next time, guys, this is the real deal. Uh, again, please like, share, subscribe, wherever you saw this. If you don't mind, just, I don't know if there's a like button, a share button, a comment button. Yeah. But it just uh, really helps us get the message out and reach more people. Um, you know, we do this to hopefully share something that relates, you know, real experiences, real life. So until next time. I mean, I hope they're not eliminated. We're going to, we're going to pretend they're still in the playoffs. Go birds. Go birds. Let's go.